So today we keep the great feast day of Christ the King, um, one of the greatest solemnities in the entire church year. But I want us to think about why it is that we should want to have a king. Because if we think about worldly rulers, over the last couple of weeks we've seen Robert Mugabe being deposed in um, Zimbabwe. He was kind of like a king, but he's gone now. Might look to Germany and see Angela Merkel struggling to stay in power with the coalition talks. And here, Theresa May. The earthly rulers, they rise and they fall. They are inherently unstable. Whereas the Lord Jesus, in this feast day, one of the key points is the Lord Jesus, his kingdom is forever. But why should we want to have a king? Why should we want to have Jesus as our king? Well, every year the lecturer gives us um, a different focus on the kingship of the Lord Jesus. And this year there are in our readings two different aspects. In a sense, one frightening, one comforting. The frightening aspect of him as king is that he will be king as judge, that when he comes in glory with all his angels, he will judge. And most of us, I think, feel uncomfortable when we hear those criteria listed in that judgment, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, visiting those in prison, caring for the least of these. But it's a frightening thing to know that you will be judged. But we might also note that it's an indication of power, that he's able to do this because he has power. And if you're going to have a king, well, surely you want a king who has the power to to do things. But what are the comforting? Well, the other aspect in our readings this year is The Lord as shepherd, king as shepherd. And this is a very consistent image in the Bible. Throughout the Old Testament, when the kingship of the Lord God is described, this image of the shepherd is used again and again. And what does a shepherd do for his flock? Well, he leads them to water. He takes them to good pasture to be fed. He takes them to shelter when it's cold or there's a storm and he defends them against wolves. That all of these are good things that we need. We, however, I think there's a problem for us in having a king. We live in an era of democracy. And in the modern Western mentality, we're often more concerned about being free than we are with having food and water and shelter. That we might well expect someone in our society to say, well, no one's going to tell me what to do. I'd rather starve in freedom than be fat in slavery. Who wants a king? Well, my point to you this morning is, 
Although that is a very much a part of the mentality of the world we live in, if we think of the kingship of the Lord Jesus, it's a false opposition to put freedom against kingship. That the kind of king he is, is he brings our freedom to its goal. He brings us to what we've been made for, that I've been made for the Lord, for happiness, fulfillment, for love, for joy in him. But I can't get there alone. I need the king to enable me to get there, give me that power, that grace, that all that I need to get there. And it's true freedom to get to the goal. But nonetheless, he leaves me free. If I, if I want to use my freedom, misuse it to reject him, to neglect him, to fail to love, to sin. Well, he does leave me with that freedom. But his caring for us, his being the shepherd king, it doesn't stop our freedom. And you and I, we're not sheep. The type of shepherding we need is also to use the, the scriptural image. He's shepherd by teaching, by sanctifying, by governing. That he teaches us because we need the truth. He teaches us, he says, because he himself is the way, the truth and the life. He teaches us with that truth that is himself, that we might know reality for what it is, that we might know the purpose of life, that we might find our fulfillment in living the commandments he's given us. He sanctifies us. Sanctifying meaning to be made like a saint, to become holy as he is holy. And he sanctifies us by giving us that inner life that is his grace, by coming to us in the sacraments, by feeding us in particular with his very self in the Eucharist of the Mass. So he teaches us with the truth that is his very self. He feeds us with the food that is his very flesh in the Holy Eucharist. Then I said he teaches, sanctifies, governs. Well, he governs us with that guidance he gives us through his church and that guidance even through the events of life. That scripture again and again teaches that in his providence he orders all things for the good of those who love him. Even through the path of difficulties he, he orders things so that they will ultimately turn evil to good to be for our good. He governs, he rules in a way that benefits us. So to close, coming back to that question I started with. Do we want a king? Well, the devil, he has no king. He reigns in hell with his motto, I will not serve. The saints, however, Seeing the kingship of Christ, a king who deserves our allegiance, a shepherd king. So let us on this feast day today of Christ the King, let's renew our resolution to accept him as our king. Let's choose to serve. 
to serve our neighbour, even in the least of these, and to serve our King, the Shepherd who cares for our needs.